Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today's episode is especially for those of you who may be anxious about teaching your child how to read. It's understandable and actually pretty common to feel underconfident about this, since everything education-wise is so dependent on your child learning to read. But here's the really great news. They almost kind of do it themselves when they're ready. Today I'm going to be talking with my lovely daughter-in-law, Molly, who has taught four going on five kiddos how to read. I'd say that makes her an expert. You're going to love what she has to share. And I'll list the resources she mentions at the end of the show notes. Welcome, Molly, to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Can't wait to hear from you today about teaching your children how to read. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your children before we get started on the uh, what, when, how of reading. Okay, so I'm Molly, and I am a stay-at-home homeschooling mama of six, and I have an 11-year-old boy, twin-year-old, or twin nine-year-old girls, a seven-year-old girl, a five-year-old boy, and a one-year-old baby girl. So we have a busy household, and there's a lot to do, and it's wonderful and fun and busy. (laughs) Great. So Molly, I wanted to just talk to you because you've taught four of your six kids to read now, and starting to work on the five-year-old or not quite yet? Yeah, we started. Starting. Okay. And Molly has done an amazing job with... um, the whole reading thing. So I thought it'd be really good to hear from her, especially if you're, you might be uh, nervous about whether you can teach your children to read, to hear from her who's done it several times in the last few years, just a little bit about her uh, methods. So first thing I just want to ask you, Molly, is around what age do you start with the phonics and the and the reading? Is is there a set age or do you kind of take your cues from the kids? So I've kind of, uh, my background's a little bit more like uh, traditional schooly. So I definitely like to start them at three and it's very, very simple, very basic, just kind of like letter recognition and a little bit of like the sounds. And we basically just like sing the ABC songs, you know, just kind of more play, play things, you know, kind of like more, um, we love to do just like, you know, singing alphabet and stuff like that. So anyways, um, so we start at three, they really don't catch on. They're just kind of like, you know, enjoying and seeing the different letters and sounds. And then by four, um, we kind of start, the process of really trying to connect the letter to the phonics sound. And it kind of seems like they've always been kind of ready to, to take that step at four and like maybe four and a half, just 
in my experience with my own children, like they have just been kind of ready and it's been pretty smooth and it doesn't quite stick until they're really like five, five and a half, but it's a little bit of like, okay, we're going to start this process and we're going to just start learning the sounds and the letters. So like, what do you do with a three-year-old? Just show them the letters and, or. Yeah. So I, so I love a Becca, the curriculum. And so I do their they're like letters and phonics right, program. And yeah. And they've just like, it's like a coloring page. It's like gluing, you know, different Cheerios or beans onto the letter. And then we like go over the sound and we sing the ABCs. And it's like super fast, super short. And then we read lots of books and that's kind of, that's it. Like it's very simple, okay. straightforward. Um, I do enjoy doing a lot of Montessori activities, kind of like hands-on life skills stuff. And I think that does, um, overlap and prepare them for the reading so different can you give an example of that yeah so Montessori um if you're interested I would suggest to like google it and uh, look it up um there's whole big methods and you can go super all out or you could just kind of do the basics and I just do the basics of for example like um stringing beads on a string is like those connections are preparing you know, for handwriting and for reading all at the same time. So, um, so stringing beads, we do, um, a lot of pouring, a lot of scooping, sensory scooping back and forth into the little containers. And if you spill, you have to clean it up and that teaches them those skills. So, um, but it does overlap into preparing the child for reading and writing. So I do do a lot of that. So is that like fine, fine motor skills? Yeah, kind of fine motor skills. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So we do mostly that. And then we spend a little bit of time on like the letters and their sounds. So, yeah. Okay. So you, you mentioned a Becca. Do you use yes. other other things too? Other like curricula or just the Becca letters and sounds? Yeah, for three and four, just a Becca letters and sounds. Um, I think with my oldest, he was very ready by four. And so we did start the Bob books, but it was slow going and, you know, like it was kind of, we're going to expose him, whatever he gets catches catches and not worried about it but just kind of keep continue exposing him to those things yeah so then age five what happens age five six when they're sort of launched yeah so um so for example my he's four-year-old he's gonna be five like this month so he uh we have been also doing Oh, I should say also, yeah, we have a, the Teacher Child to Read in 100 Le- Easy Lessons book, and that is really great, and I would say start that around, like, four, and then you kind of, you know, four or five-ish, so he was kind of ready, he was interested, and we had gone through all of the Abeka, the three and four books, and he was like, I'm ready, so I'm like, okay, let's do it, so we got out the teacher child to read in a hundred easy lessons book and we just started and he thought it was very fun because he felt like he was doing school like the big kids and he enjoys (laughs) there's cute little stories in there so he was excited to get to the stories so he really wanted to learn the letters it kind of starts with like you know the phonics letters and then it grows into like oh you read you know two words and then you read a sentence and then it goes into story so he was very excited so we just kind of got to the point where he's reading like a sentence and it's thrilling for him he loves it so (laughs) like in a bob book or yeah it's kind of it's probably not as difficult as a bob book but yeah it's pretty similar so yeah so he's just kind of there and we just balance the two out 
-hmm. Okay. And after they're like to the age where they're able to do the Bob books, mm -hmm. uh, do you have some other favorites that you have them read? You know, not really. For a while, we just kind of do Bob books and the teacher child to, to read in 100 years. 100 Easy Lessons, mm -hmm. because that book ends up at a second grade reading level. So it takes a while to work through that book. So we kind of am like, you know, I alternate them during the week, and that's kind of our school reading time. Um, but then we just read a lot. You know, he picks out books, I pick out books, and we just read good books that we have in the house, or we go to the library, and pick out good books and that's just all we've kind of done and I've done it with all of the other kids the same exact way and um it's it's just been kind of an easy peaceful natural transition okay you know into reading it hasn't been okay. too strenuous. Now what about the seven-year-old because she is definitely reading on her own so what what do you give her yeah so she it's really sweet she just took the big leap from sitting with mom and sounding things out and, you know, um, you know, stumbling here and there on a lot of words. She kind of, there becomes this time where they all of a sudden jump and they realize that they can read and they understand what they're reading. And it's so exciting and it's the most joyful thing, <laughs> especially for me to just watch them. When there's one week, they're like, oh, you know, ah, I'm frustrated on this word or whatever. And then the next week, you know, just recently, she picked up a book. She picked up Curious George, the whole collection of them. And she came to me and said, Mom, I can read this whole thing. <laughs> and I was so proud of her. And I was like, yes, you can. That's amazing. And Aww. she sat in her room and she just poured over the book, reading the stories over and over again. So... So now she's kind of, she's graduated from the bobs and the, you know, teacher child to read. And she's just finding that we have a lot of books in our house and they're everywhere. They're in every room. That was something that somebody told me a long time ago. Just have a, books in every room. And, and it's mm, true. Like she advice. picks yeah. them up and she will just, if she knows, she knows she can read it, you know. And so now she's just doing that. So we kind of, um, I have one book for her that's a school book that we work through together still so that I'm still with her reading through the words. Um, and then the rest of the time she reads her like whatever she wants. She you just know? picks up books she picks on up her book. own. Mm -hmm. and, and she just reads them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that moment where they realize they can just read on their own and they, it's, it is very thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So One of the best <laughs> moments ever for homeschooling moms. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about your 9-year-olds and 11-year-olds because they're um, well-launched into readings. And I just kind of wondered whether you have to push them to read on their own or do they just want to do it on their own? Yeah, you know, I, f I feel like we're very blessed because I think it's in their blood and they they love reading. So I don't have to push them to read because if we just have a quiet day at home like they're reading they're just finding books that they enjoy and they're reading um kind of like what I do for Lulu they all have their own school book that they're working through that I assign them that I think is where they're at what they should be you know 
learning about at that time and I correlate them sometimes to history or you know our faith formation or whatever um and I kind of go off of a couple different like book lists and stuff to pick those out so they all have a book that they're reading for school Mm -hmm. and they have to do that every day so they have to read one chapter we used to do um the one hour thing where it was like you have to read for one hour but we kind of found that sometimes they would read longer or sometimes it became more of a chore and I didn't like that so we we kind of nixed that and said okay just do your one chapter of school reading and then you can read whatever you want afterwards you know but one chapter a day and they do it they sit down they enjoy it we talk about it afterwards they have to check in with me after they read their chapter and tell me what they learned what happened in their chapter and um and then they're done and then they just pick up other books and read them <laughs> so it's not really a, something that I have to like force on them but it is a structure that we yeah you mentioned that the almost 11 year old would read all night in bed with a flashlight if you didn't make them stop <laughs> yes we have to set an alarm at nine o'clock and the lights are out because they have their their fun reading and they have their school reading but sometimes Mm -hmm. you know like the other day um my 11 year old he's reading Joan of Arc right now and you know he was reading for a really long time and I was like hey you know it's time to move on to your other subject and he was like oh mom we're at this really great part and I just (laughs) I I read three chapters instead of one I'm sorry and I'm like no you don't apologize like it's fine (laughs) so uh, yeah so, so do they are they just picking books that you have in your house or are they looking at the picking library books or how are they getting their books? Yeah, so um right now where we moved the library is not so great, so we're kind of disappointed about that. Um but they do want to go to the library and find more books. But we do have a lot of books at our house. So they pretty much just go around and we even have in our office like a big shelves of just books so I'll find them in there a lot of the time and they are just picking off books off the shelf reading them reading them to each other then they throw them on the floor of course they don't put them back but you know it's (laughs) um yeah so they they're mostly just pulling from things that we have right now um and you know, maybe someday we can get to the library and <laughs> get some more. Your yeah. libraries are closed. Yeah, so, our libraries yeah. are kind of like closed and open. They kind of like go back and forth. So, yeah, okay. that's kind of a struggle. But we're blessed we have a bunch of books at house. Right. So, yeah. so it sounds like they all pretty much love reading. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They enjoy it. I, I, yeah, I just find that once kids realize they can read, they pretty much just want to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, Molly, um, this is great. Would you just kind of, I'd like to hear your advice for moms who might be thinking about homeschooling but would be very worried about teaching their kids how to read. Okay. Yeah, I would say, um, I would say it's really not up to you so much. Like, I think it's such a natural progression if they are exposed to it. So I think that exposure is huge. And I think that, um, if you are starting and kids are starting to struggle, you know, if they're just struggling with phonics, okay, maybe play some more phonics games, but like, know that it's eventually going to click because developmentally it just kind of does. And it may be before some kids and maybe, you know, later for others, um, so like when you said that you did some activities with them at three and four, mm-hmm. 
did you like back off if they seemed resistant or like it was too hard or they didn't like it or, or did you kind of like what did you do about that um they kind of always just enjoyed it because it wasn't like oh well you have to learn this letter it was like let's play this game and we would do this little activity and then we'd be like we're done and we just moved on you know mm. but I would do that like every day you know five days a week or whatever and um and so I think just the exposure to it eventually it just kind of clicks so I I would say just keep reading with them because I think that's so huge. You reading aloud to them. You spending that time. You're pointing out letters. They're pointing out letters. Um, and then if there's like, you know, if some, I know some people get caught up on the fluency. Um, like reading fluency. Like, oh, my child's not reading fast enough. Or they're not, you know, I'd say just let it go. You know, just keep exposing them. Like keep getting those books around. Keep trying different little readers. You know, one thing that we which you had given me this advice a long time ago and I just love it is once they kind of graduated from the Bob books or whatever, we would just go to the library and here's the little reader section and just go for it. You know, of course we would like have to the easy, reader the easy readers, like those yeah. like early readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just say, you know, pick out something that looks interesting and they would pick out a bunch and they'd go home and they would try harder to read them, I think, because they, they picked them out themselves. They were interested in the picture or whatever that was on the front. Um, and I think that was a really good way to transition into that more independent reading where they, um, can feel really confident in, in their reading. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally agree with you, Molly, that, um, it it isn't so much about what you as the mom do. It's just yeah. that it kind of clicks. It mm-hmm. just at a certain point it all clicks, and then they get very excited about it, and they can't wait to keep moving ahead. And uh, you know, even like you mentioned the 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 readers in the library, like level one, level two, level three. When they when they get up to level two, they just can't wait to get to level three. So they kind of just push themselves along. Yeah. Because it's so exciting. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, Yeah, I really like that. Well, great. Thanks so much, Molly. This has been great. And I hope this is really um, something that encourages you to not be afraid of teaching your kids to read.